Good evening and welcome to the NFL Draft. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of The Cut. I am your host, Christian Williams, and I am here with Randy Hall. Randy, how are you tonight? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, got back from a very, very long uh, bachelor party of basically no sleeping and way too much drinking, uh, and I'm ready for this. I'm ready for draft week. I'm excited. Uh, don't have too much work to do, Yeah, thankfully. Yeah, man. It, it Like you said, it's draft week. It's... You know, I, I would classify this as one of the most exciting weeks of the year. I will say this year's a little bit more stressful, and we'll get into why that is. Um, not necessarily stressful for me, but stressful for, I feel like, all of draft Twitter and all of fantasy Twitter because there's a lot of speculation uh, this year more than most. It kind of reminds me of 2018 with the quarterback speculation, but, you know. Yeah, I, but like there wasn't, I don't know. There's there was there wasn't a consensus one that year. That's the no, difference. but you're essentially right because all we heard basically uh, before the draft was that the Browns were going to go with probably Darnold, um, yep. and I think Josh Allen was like the next closest, and then yep. it was Baker. And if that is the case, then hello, Justin Fields, the Forty ers <laughs> or the Jets. We'll or the Jets. talk about it because we'll of that. If it is like that, that is. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Before we get started today, and today we are talking, obviously, everything draft. We're not going over rankings. We are going to go through some NFL draft betting lines and kind of give our favorite picks. Uh, This is kind of a double up, so you'll see me do this exact thing tonight on the uh, Debbie Royale. We're going to do something like this, but this is good practice for me because I'm not a betting man, and I should state that now. Well, Uh, you are. It's just not nuts. Exactly. Yeah. Only, I don't only through Thrive. Thrive. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna go through an ad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Thrive Fantasy though. Well, just uh, like Ray J, I'm glad we're gonna hit it first here, and let's go. go. <laughs> uh, we also will be talking through. Goddamn it. Uh, <laughs> some draft scenario questions. So if this happens, then what happens? Uh, those are always pretty fun around this time of year. And then lastly, my favorite, of course, bold predictions. Uh, I have quite a few that I actually we just sat through and picked apart my mock and I added like six more. So should be a fun discourse. Remember, bull predictions, I'm, they're supposed to be fun. Don't don't hate what I'm saying or what Randy's saying, because it, it, it's all fun. No one knows what's going to happen. That's the fun in the draft. Before we get started, though, make sure you follow our YouTube and subscribe. So check out if you just type in the cut FFB, we should be that first video. Click on there and make sure you click subscribe. It might be your best way to watch us during the live stream on Thursday and probably on Friday as well. So we are doing a live stream for the draft. We're going to have a couple guests here and there. Our, our buddy Adam's coming on. I think uh, Jeff from my, my other co-host on my other show, I think he'll be joining us. I might get a few more. Um, I opened the invite to... I was going to say, and sweets for sure on the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. You can't forget sweet. (laughs) It's true. Or else you will be sour like the Patch Kids. That's facts, yes. Sorry. That was was a bad dad joke. Um, (laughs) So it happens at bachelor parties, but I don't know what to tell you. Y'all get older. Facts. Uh, All right. And then 
I don't want to talk too long before we get started because we do have a lot to get to because it's draft week and it's fucking awesome. Uh, but that means that we have a ton of mock drafts coming out on the site. So go to thecutffb.com, go to the articles section. There's a ton. Adam dropped one. He's dropping another article on Wednesday. I dropped my final mock. Uh, so there's there's going to be a lot. Randy's working on his final mock as well. Uh, we'll see if it gets out or if it just gets put into the uh, contest sheet that we have. Because <laughs> that's Randy. <laughs> oh, it's so true. It's so I true. I'll try. But, you know, I'll end up like triple guessing myself and I don't want to like have a different <laughs> final mock in publish than what's in the sheet because then i'll feel like a cheater yeah yeah it's tough and then there was also a spoiled trade today i don't know if you saw that from the chargers twitter account uh, apparently the giants are trading back so well, well there's also a spoiled thing from like the jaguar it's all fake it's fine <laughs> i hope so uh and then very last thing before we get started if you guys don't know by now we do have a free draft guide that's available for your consumption uh, over 120 pages, blurbs written up, recruiting profiles, strengths, weaknesses, player comps, cool design. It's really fun. So check it out at thecutffb.com slash rankings. Click that PDF at the top of the page and uh, go check out our draft guide. It, it, we're, we're excited. We worked really hard on that. And uh, we want you guys to, to view it before Thursday because you'll be more informed. Uh, or you'll tell us we're fucking dumb, but at least it looked cool. So, you know, (laughs) all right, let's get into it. So these NFL draft betting lines, kind of all over the place. A lot of things have been moving up and down. And of course, we'll start with the number three overall pick where everyone is talking uh, right now about Mac Jones, Trey Lance and somewhat Justin Fields. So right now, Mac Jones is the favorite to land in San Francisco. Uh, at minus 225, Lance is plus 180, and Fields is plus 600. Randy, without spoiling your mock completely, spoil your mock completely. Who's the pick? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Like, I I truly think that it could be just complete smoke, and it is Fields, just because he is the better player. Um, in my opinion, he's better than Mac Jones is right now, and that's pretty much what Mac Jones's like selling point is: is that he's pro ready, um, and he's close to his ceiling. I I think truly, if you trade up all that all that capital, you have to get a guy that you absolutely love that also has high upside. And if it's not going to be Fields, I think it has to be Lance. Uh, and because of that, I would have to bet Lance here. Because if it's Mac Jones, you're you're not winning anything, anyways. Uh, unless these better lines change a lot. Um, but Lance, at least, will win some. It's I. It should be Fields. And frankly, Twitter is now getting towards it. We've talked about it for a while. Uh, it probably should be Fields at two. Yeah. And Wilson's a well enough pick. I I have Wilson as my three. You have Mister Four. We we love all these quarterbacks, really. Yeah. Um, but I think I would have to pick Lance. If it's going to be between Mac Jones and Lance, I have to pick Lance because Mac Jones in this class does not deserve to go three overall. I, mm, I don't know what I should say. So I have a, a few people in my DMS. I don't know the, how credible they are. So take this with a grain of salt. Um, 
they do have they they've name dropped a few people that they've spoken with that say that Mac Jones isn't even being considered. And I don't know if that's uh just if that's a smokescreen too, is that we're telling like fans or and they it is a it is someone that is associated with the 49ers in some capacity. I'm not gonna obviously spoil any sources. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> However, um they say that Fields is the favorite. And so I wonder if this is just the biggest smoke screen that we've ever seen. So I actually discussed this with one of uh, my friends today. And my line of thinking with the smoke screen is if it is a smoke screen, it is interesting that they are not talking about this. Obviously, they weren't going to name Lawrence because Lawrence is going one. If he somehow didn't go one, which he's going one, I'm not trying to say anything. But if he didn't, he would go two. There's no question about that. He's going one, but if he somehow they fucked it up, he would go two. Now, right. it is a discussion, I think an only discussion, between Zach Wilson and Justin Fields at two for the Jets. I think they fit the system the best. Uh, fuck your pro readiness. Uh, I think they both pro ready enough. Whatever, who gives a shit? Um, and right. then you get to the 49ers pick now, who they're only letting it be known that they are thinking about Mac Jones or Trey Lance. They're leaving out the names of Justin Fields or Wilson just to try and get the Jets to pass on the guy they really want or maybe to get the Jets to pick Trey Lance or Mac Jones. It could be one or the other, or it just could be what they're actually feeling. I mean, it's really (laughs) – we don't know. We won't know until draft day, but – we didn't know about the 49ers trading until they did it. We didn't know that about them for sure picking Bosa until they did it. I They generally are pretty good at this. And in their press conference today, they continue to say nothing except that they like everyone, which is smart because you should like all five of these quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's of note, and it's something you mentioned, and it's something that I've been discussing with a few people. If Joe Douglas is smart, Zach Wilson is not the pick. So I put out a tweet and I said, do we think that Joe Douglas is smart? And it was a resounding yes. They A lot of people have faith in Joe Douglas to make good decisions. Now, do I think this is a full-on smokescreen to fool your buddies over in New York? Maybe. Maybe that's the only way that they can get them off of Fields or off of Wilson, whichever one they want, or both, like to make sure that – like. Yeah, then they you get know. to pick of the litter. Yeah, they get exactly. to choose whoever they want. Then I, I don't know, man. It, it's to me, it's clear that Fields is two, and I wouldn't say it's clear that Wilson's three, or that Lance is three, or whatever. I think it's clear that Mac Jones is five. Um, but that's only Easily. because I'm. But again, I, I'm factoring it upside, and there's no down talk to Mac Jones. I. I think I would normally grade him as a, a very early second rounder, most likely going to be a first round quarterback, no doubt. And that's in this class. In most classes, I think he's a lock at top 10 because there's only one or two quarterbacks really good anyways. That's Probably fair. not next year. Um, so it's going to look like I'm stupid for saying that now because <laughs> next year's quarterback class is going to be really good too. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's just kind of how it is. I. And plus, again, we we give the all the shit talk about Trey Lance only playing one real season. So the fuck did Mac Jones? So, uh, yeah, just because you played in some low key bullshit time or you came in for one drive or do it, like it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's the I mean, same he, equivalence to me. He, he did have a good uh, bowl game in 2019. Had, I'll say, like, he, he played did have well. Great games. It, what? I mean, it's not like Trey Lance didn't have great games. <laughs> exactly. Well, Sounds and that's <laughs> and and that's that's the thing. I, I don't know why we continuously bring up pro readiness. I, we need to move on because I. I've been talking about this all day. I know everyone's talking about it, and that's why we needed to touch on it. But we'll, we will <laughs> circle back around to it. In the it, honestly, it honestly may be the make or break of mock draft competitions. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because it's one of those three. Well, I guess it technically could be Wilson, too. If that's a smokescreen <laughs> by the Jets, or they pick wrong, or who gives a shit. Uh, it's one of those four quarterbacks. Um, I <laughs> honestly today honestly today i i'm up in the air don't know same you know my gut says lance personally but yeah i didn't mock it that way so well because you're <laughs> i'm i'm a coward. i know what you mocked i know what you mocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right we need to move four. on so we're Please. going on to the number four uh number four pick we're not going to go through every pick this is actually the last one that we're going to talk about other than the player props but number four pick is also like pretty much where the draft starts. You know that three quarterbacks are going in the first three, and then after that, it, the draft's pretty much up in the air. So right now, the favorite to be the number four overall pick to the Atlanta Falcons uh, would be Kyle Pitts at minus 135. Then after that, it goes Fields plus 175, Lance plus 225, Mac Jones plus 1,600, uh, and then Panay Sewell at plus 2,200. So... Uh, I want to point out a key thing of this. Same thing with three, even though it doesn't matter. But it is draft pick number three odds, draft pick number four odds. I think that's only really vital for number four here because I do think, I mean, let's be honest, they could go Peninsula easy. Um, I know they have faith in their tackles, but it is a new regime. And one of them maybe could play guard or Sue could play guard, whatever. Pitts obviously is a top end weapon freak athlete um and i think they could get a key of the future because they'll never be this high again but if they do trade it's for a quarterback so i think that's why these are so skewed and honestly after today i wouldn't be surprised if jamar chase gets shot up these rankings as well in this draft line uh because julio is being heavily discussed in trade discussions now for after the draft when they can actually move him uh because of his contract um yeah. So they could go Jamar Chase. They could go Kyle Pitts. They could get a QB of the future because, again, like, and, and no one's wavered about this. Like, everyone said they're keeping Matt Ryan. It's they will never be four again <laughs> with Matt Ryan at the helm in this new style offense. They'll be 10 or greater, more likely 14, 15, 16, or 20, you know, in that range. I think that's where their talent lies. So I think. I think Pitts has to be the pick if they stay. Yeah. And I, I and again, and that seems wrong too, because they traded a second and a fourth for Hurst last season. Yeah. Just last year. <laughs> I think you can flip Hurst and maybe get a third back now, which would be cool. But they also probably like I'd say probably a fourth. I don't think he had like a, a stellar year, but he had a good year. Yeah, but think also about what Arthur Smith at least liked to do, which was a little bit of twelve personnel. Uh, so I think that both of them could feature, but it, the crazy part is neither of them is a very good. I mean, Pitts isn't a bad blocker. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, but neither of them needs to be used as a blocker. So twelve personnel doesn't make a ton of sense for them. No, and that's the other thing. Like 
we want to compare the the offenses so much, but it's hard because he didn't have Julio and Calvin Ridley. <laughs> he had right. AJ Brown and Corey Davis finally trying to do something. It's true. I mean, that's a completely different wide receiver set. So maybe they they go more one tight end with a third receiver, and maybe this line they don't need to be full power. They could be a little bit zone and get more of a scat back back there instead of a pure power like Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah. we'll see. This this is a hard. I I don't know. I wouldn't bet this because <laughs> you there's no. there's a, a very good chance they don't even make the pick, and then if that happens, it, it's all up in the air because we don't know what two of the last five quarterbacks have left. Uh, I mean, it's ridiculous there. And now with Julio being in trade discussions, this could be a receiver too. So I would avoid this pick, but I think it's hilarious how diverse it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This one's tough. I mocked uh, Pitts to the Falcons at four. So that's probably what I'd bet, but I'm not going to bet the favorite. That's yeah. I think that's the easy answer yeah yeah like if it's if you're doing a parlay for some reason which you know i don't even know if that's a thing again not a betting man so i don't well i don't know if a parlay is a thing for the draft i know what you meant but the (laughs) way you said it yeah yeah yeah. uh if it's part of a parlay like i think that's a pretty good one to toss on there um but yeah i think jamar chase makes some sense too that's actually a really fun one and i forgot about that julio report earlier because there was there it was a crazy day full of draft stuff so yeah all right all right let's talk about some of the player props we just talked about this player uh kyle pitts his he's favored to go in the top five picks right now so he's minus 159 they think vegas thinks that his floor is the bengals at five um but yeah but god almighty like you do not mock Kyle Pitts to the Bengals because Bengals fans don't want that. They don't want Which the makes, best pass catcher in the draft. Yeah, it doesn't make I would want Kyle Pitts for the Bengals over Chase. Me too. But And that's that's no disrespect to Chase because I absolutely love Chase's game. I just they have two to three receivers they like already. They have half a tight end that they like. It would make way more sense to kill yeah. Kyle Pitts. Um, but yeah, this is a weird one because if he doesn't go four, I he could go five, but it's a it's a it's a fifth, like a thirty three percent chance kind of thing. Um, because of that, him at six is probably like fifty percent. And if he gets to seven, I don't think the Lions take him, but I think someone probably trades up for him to get ahead of the Panthers, who would obviously take him at eight. But I think he's going four or five. So me too. Yeah, that, that's uh, this, another it's, one. It's a strong line though, because if you if you think Atlanta's trading or you think they're not going Kyle Pitts, I think you have to bet the over here, because there's a there's a if they don't go there, there's a good chance the Bengals don't as well. Yeah, I mean for sure, for sure. Uh, here's one that I actually tweeted out yesterday, uh, not knowing that this was going to be like a fairly popular one. Uh, Jalen Waddle to be the first wide receiver is plus 700. Now, I tweeted that if I were a betting man, I might toss some money on that. And I got a lot of people were upset about that tweet. And you have to think about, I understand that Jamar Chase is also fast. 
he's he's physical and he's fast, so he's kind of unique in that sense. However, he's not Jalen Waddle fast, and we know how the NFL likes speed guys. I mean, everyone makes the joke that it's just the Raiders, but it's not. It's I mean, we're gonna see Kadarius Tony go in the first round this year. Um, so if you think that say Pitts goes four. And at five, the Bengals decide to take Panay Sewell. I think that Jalen Waddle is the first receiver off the board. And it's not just because of the Tua connection. It's because Jalen Waddle gets open and does the things that Tua needs uh, to be a successful quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, which it, it's, it's the way he separates. It's not that Jamar yeah. Chase can't. It's just the way he does it. And it's what they already have in house, too. And maybe. If you were going into draft thinking about what you have at this pick, maybe that's not the right thing to do. Uh, I mean, I guess time will tell, but when you have Parker and Preston, it makes more sense. And Fuller, who also mm-hmm. wins deep as well, it makes more sense when you have two uh, big body, box up, go out and get it guys, plus a deep threat, to get a guy that can kill you over the middle like Waddle. Where Chase could, but he's more of an alpha outside receiver. Smith is an all-over, but plays outside more than anything because while he can go across the middle, it's definitely not what he wants to do when he has the body of a kicker. Um, So you got (laughs) to go bigger. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I I think Waddle is the perfect scheme and diversity fit for the Dolphins. So I think you're correct in saying that that's, that's one of the bets I would possibly do. Um, yeah. because I, I do believe Chase is by, I don't want to say by fire, but I do believe Chase is the best receiver of this class, but that doesn't always mean you get drafted first. I thought Jerry Judy was the best on the last class with CD Lamb was a very, very close second, probably a one B or one. I mean, I wouldn't have argued with anyone ahead of one A. I believe you did. Um, did. and then Henry Ruggs went. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just sense. how this works. It's not always who's best. It's who fits. And if yeah. for some reason the Raiders didn't think either of those two fit. And listen, <sighs> I, I, we, yeah, that makes me sad. CD would have been so fun with Carr and that offense. I'm so pissed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do also want to say there have been reports that Jalen Waddle is a ton of teams wide receiver one. He's number one wide receiver. Deservedly on so. Yeah. Especially if your team needs more slot than anything or you value speed more than anything, it makes sense. Um, Obviously, Jamar Chase ran fast because everyone at LSU runs under a 4-4, uh, including their offensive linemen. So, <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it, man. I, I believe uh, Lord Cushenberry ran a 4-2 <laughs> last year. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we're probably going to speed these speed, up yeah, just a, a tad bit. Uh, Bateman over – or Shaw Bateman over – uh, Kadarius Tony. So, meaning that Bateman gets selected after Tony. Uh, no, are you sure? Yeah, it, it's he gets picked before. It's okay. So that's the favorite. So minus one fifty. I believe so. I'll triple check, but yeah. So I guess here, I think the NFL loves Kadarius Tony. I think everyone can kind of see. I mean, I. I there are a lot of people that love Kadarius Tony. I don't. I don't think I I put it out there that I don't think he does anything special. I think I I think I misspoke. You know what he does special? He breaks tackles and he bends weird ways. That's fun. Uh 
Bateman's a better receiver, in my opinion. I think Bateman should be selected before Kadarius Tony. So I'm gonna wait for your clarification. Then I'm gonna it say, is, yeah, it's Bateman it's, picked before the, the line is saying it's the same thing with the next one. Bateman's picked over Tony, uh, and then okay. obviously we'll get to the next one. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So what would you pick here? I I would leave against it because this. I would leave it because I think Bateman goes before him because he's better. Clearly, in my opinion. Yeah, man. I. I would love to. I've but been it, on this train but, where, like, I don't know how the NFL views Rashad Bateman. See, that's the thing. Uh, we we don't hear a lot about Rashad Bateman through the NFL circles. We've heard a lot about how certain teams love Tony because he is just a pure speed slot. Uh, so if you have the belief that Tony's for sure going the first, uh, I would bet this because there's no for sure thing Bateman does, even though it should be a lock, um, especially with teams like the Ravens at 27 needing it. Uh, and definitely needing his size and speed and athleticism over a guy like Tony, who would just be more of the same uh, and would be irrelevant with Duvernay, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So, and so you true. got the Chiefs trading out, so that's one last landing spot. I mean, like, it makes perfect sense to me that Bateman goes before, but if you believe in the smoke that Tony is a lock in the first, I think you have to bet this because we've not heard anything like that about Bateman. It's true. Uh, all right. Next one, Kellen Mond over Davis Mills plus one fifty five. Oh, plus one fifty five. Yes, interesting. Uh, so Mills is the favorite to go first. Then, uh, yes, I would because, not bet this because I think he does. See, that's the thing. So there was some talk about Mills possibly going to the first round. I think that's absolutely ludicrous. Um, I agree. Shout out to the singer. Uh, but um, <laughs> I I think there's one. I'm not sure there's two quarterbacks that go in the second. I think there's two that go in the third, no doubt. Um, but I, I think there's one that go in the second, and I don't know who it's going to be. <laughs> so if if the favorite's Mills, I think you have every right to pick Mond or Trask and just see who wins. Uh, <laughs> one of the three is getting picked in the second, in my opinion, if not two. So. That's a good call, man. I have Davis Mills in the second, and I have both Mond and Trask in the third. So that's fun. Yeah, I'm good at this stuff. I know. We 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 all are. Uh, <laughs> all of all of the world is good at this. Uh, okay, Asante Samuel Jr. under thirty seven and a half, meaning that he will be picked in the first thirty seven picks. Uh, shit. Uh, I. That's tough. It is. I would take the over on this. So I am looking up one thing quickly. I would take the under. Okay. Um, because you know why this line is 37 and a half. Do you know who has the 37th pick without looking at your mock draft? Carolina <laughs> Panthers. It is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the legacy returns to the field. That's fun. Uh, that is why I think that line's there. I think it fits them too. Um, I think he fits the Jets as well. So I, I think if if he wanted to do the over, because under is the favorite, uh, I think it makes sense because you have so much, uh, you have so much wiggle room. Really, I believe. Yeah, under yeah. is the favorite. It's minus one twelve. Forgot to put it in the yeah yeah in the doc. Um, I think he probably does go, <laughs> but there's it if there's not. I think there's four corners that go in the first. If there's a fifth that goes in the first, I think there's a very, very good chance he goes top 37. 
not even I, I think it's almost guaranteed because it's gonna be a very limited stockpile left <laughs> in a very volatile second round for corners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest challenge is picking the order of the corners that go in that second. Oh, it's a It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, next one. Panay Sewell over five and a half is meaning, the favorite. So yes, meaning me- starts at six. Vegas assumes that Falcons, obviously, but also the Bengals do not go there, which means that the Bengals have to be favored to go either Chase. Pitts or Chase or Slater. Yeah, so here's the thing with this. Sewell, I saw a report. Someone sent me a screenshot. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. Thank you for sending it to me. It was that uh, teams are questioning the hype around Panay Sewell, which, ah, to, to be fair, teams are dumb. Yeah, we, we I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> she changed that to teams are very stupid. Uh, <laughs> However, I don't think he's generational, so I think him going six or lower makes sense. I think he I think he's the best tackle in the class. He's though. the best tackle in the class, in my opinion. I think he might have been the best tackle in last class. I'm not there. It's close. Uh... It's close. You had misguided hope in some people. Um <laughs> listen, sir. No, I had I had Wills. Wills I, I, I missed I... on Worfs. I'm sad. I he's my fourth. Yeah, well, well, he was my four. I believe mine was like Wills and Worfs, by the way. Um, it was. Mine was Wills <laughs> I, and Beckton, though. So, I think Beckton <laughs> was my three. Um, I think Wills would be the only one I would be close with. I I think it'd be both Wills and Beckton that were like right there with Sewell. Either way, I think he's very very good. This you have to believe he goes to the Bengals if you bet this under. You just have to. And it's the smart pick. Don't get me the fucking wrong. It is. Right. The, it's not just a smart pick. It is the right pick. It's to right pick, pick either Penesul or Rashad Slater. I'll give that shout out as well because I do love Slater. Um, it has to be one of those two. If you pick the weapon, God hope and save Joe Burrow. I hope they then spend the next four rounds picking offensive linemen. Um, fuck <laughs> the other did. needs. Uh, if if they go something not offensive line at five, they should spend the next four rounds offensive line. I did just, the next two. Uh, I want the next four. Is my point? <laughs> is how egregious that is, in my opinion. It's yeah. So I went Chase Miners first, and then Stone Forsyth. So that's a pretty good haul, in my opinion. I like Forsyth yeah, more than you do. It's a good so, haul, but fuck probably with the Sewell <laughs> Elijah Moore. And then or someone else pick what about better. Josh Myers. I mean, they really need X. Uh, Sewell, Sewell, Quinn Myers, uh, St. Brown. I like that better. Yeah, that's probably good too. All yeah. right, let's move on. Uh, Rashawn Slater over nine and a half is the favorite. So starting with the the Cowboys, which kind of makes sense. The Cowboys do have a slight need at tackle. Uh, yeah. But this is something we'll talk about in a little bit as well. So I uh, I think the under is a good call here, um, because I think the Dolphins uh, would make sense. I think the Lions, if they stay, makes sense. I think the Lions are a great trade spot for Slater as well, or Sewell if he somehow falls. I think eight to the Panthers makes perfect sense for Slater. Um, so and even I mean honestly, even nine could be a trade back. I mean we've seen plenty of 
uh, Denver uh, reporters believe that they should trade back uh, just to try and accrue more picks and help fix certain needs and get a little bit cheaper on the books. So uh, I, I think the under makes total sense to me. But, I mean, if he's the Cowboys are either taking him, the Giants could take him. <laughs> Honestly, the Eagles could take I mean, like, he's not getting past 14. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess that's why it's the favorite, but I, I don't know. I I would think he goes top nine. Yeah, I so I actually have. If the Panthers can't trade out, then I would think that this happens. However, I think they do trade out and still probably get him. So, I mean, well, to me, to me, Panthers get Slater or Sertain. Those yeah. are my picks for them. Speaking of, uh, next guy we're going to talk about is Patrick Sertain the second. His line is under 10.5 at minus 176, meaning uh, the Cowboys. <laughs> we're starting with the Cowboys. So, Yeah, I, you can't bet this line because <laughs> he's, he's going to the Cowboys or before, in my opinion. And even if, you, even if J.C. Horn goes first, he can go to a different team. Like, <laughs> I actually... <laughs> I would I would bet this. I have Horn going first, Sertain falling to uh let's see. I don't remember. Chargers, Cardinals. Oh, Eagles. I had the Eagles taking Eagles. Sertain at twelve. So it, I mean it's a very, very close line and I'd probably just stay away from it because I that's do what I mean. that it's such a toss up between Sertain and Horn for ten. Like that's yeah. what I think. Speaking of JC Horn under thirteen and a half, one seventy five. I don't see how he gets past the Chargers. <laughs> I agree. Um, and that's not even just saying that the Chargers have to take him. I think he goes before then because I think Sartain goes before then. If not, someone's trading up to get ahead of the Cardinals because uh, they would take J.C. Horn easy. Even the Cardinals might trade up to get ahead of the Cardinals. So, <laughs> so or the Browns. or I mean, there's, there's an endless list of teams that would love J.C. Horn. Uh, so I would avoid this as well. Yeah, yeah. This is one. I think. I think that's so. If the Chargers don't come up to get one of the offensive tackles, they are taking a corner. There's no doubt in my mind. Horn fits perfectly. I unfortunately, I, I had them come up to get a tackle. So I don't know. I, I've seen that mocked a few times. I've also seen some off the wall shit like Jalen Waddle falls all the way to them and they take him, and then it's just craziness and. Los Angeles, which that's what the draft's all about. It's probably going to happen. Um, all right, next, Devontae Smith over 11.5 is the favorite. So starting with the Eagles. the Eagles. So they think that that's his ceiling. They also that's, think that he's most likely the third receiver off the board then. Based on this, yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, that's what I have it as, and I would – also, just not bet this because. Yep, same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Now I think there's also a chance he could go six. Like maybe Tua just pounds the table in that room for Devontae Smith. I think he'd probably pound the table for Waddle though. So true. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, speaking of Waddle, uh, under eleven and a half minus one thirty-five. So yeah, yeah, Avoid yeah. I'm not betting that well. either. Yeah, because I is. think. Yeah, I. He's a top ten pick. Yeah, well, it's a top ten pick in my opinion. Yeah, no question. Um, and he would never fall past twelve. I get that, but yeah, I'm avoiding that one. I like the play. <laughs> and then 
kind of a surprising one to me. It's how I mocked it, so I feel good. Uh, Michael Parsons over 12 and a half is the favorite. So starting at the Chargers being his ceiling, which is weird. I think maybe that's a trade back scenario. Um, I Man, I think he, in reality, he could go at six to the Dolphins. In reality. Uh, sure. I think he could also go to the Lions. Um, I, maybe the Panthers even. But more than likely, the Broncos um, or the Giants. So that's <laughs> why every team in the top well, twelve. That, exactly though, but exactly yeah. that's why I'm saying I think the under is a good bet because you're going to get a decent payout for it. Yeah. In I mean, I just listed five teams that could take them. Yeah. Yeah. Before thirteen. Yeah, and like I said, I mocked it the other way where he falls a bit. I actually, well, I'll get to it in the bold predictions. I don't want to spoil it. Um, all right, the last few, we're going to go speed round here. Uh, first round position totals, which I'm going to pull mine up really quick so I can just fire these off. Um, all right, so quarterback under five and a half is the favorite. So, yeah, five. avoid that. Avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, they're, it, they, it, it's the rumors about freaking. Uh, the only, and it's, I understand it. Someone could trade up to 30, 31, 32 just to get that fifth year option on a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I don't see it happening. So I'm just not going to touch it because it's just, you'd have a good payout. I get it. But like, ah, bet five dollars uh, you know like I, that's like some I, I just have no confidence in but it's like that take yeah. a shot in the dark type situation yeah for sure all right running back over a half is the favorite at minus 305 i would uh bet the under so i should bet this it's close I'm, so i'm actually what's crazy is i'm the one that says Running backs get selected in the first round. We're stupid uh, when we don't mock them. And then in my final mock, I looked at it and I was like, fuck. I <laughs> I didn't put Najee or Travis Etienne in the first round. So I guess I am now a converted zero running backs in the first guy. So And you know what? I The most popular landing spot in for him is the Steelers. And I've seen a lot of uh, recently, the last couple of days, a lot of Steelers fans saying that, yeah, they want a top running back, but they don't necessarily need Najee at 24. They can get Dante in the second. So they know they can get one in the second. Yeah. So, or they could trade up in the second, or they could yeah. trade back from 24 and get one at like 34, 35. So yeah. I, I think they're very content. There's a very, very good chance. I don't think any of these, I love these top two running backs. It honestly probably top four or five. And I don't think there's really, there's no Saquon. There's no Zeke. Nope. Like, there's honestly they're comparable to Josh Jacobs probably, and he went the first, but very back end like that. So I get yeah. that's it's it's close. It really is. Well, plus you look at last year's running back class was better, and uh, and they I mean we had Clyde go in the first, and that was it. So and uh, and he probably should have. Oh uh, yeah, should have so. been Swift or Taylor, but whatever. Uh, wide receiver over four and a half minus two hundred. I would say five go. Six I went last say, year for reference. I would say five probably go. Yeah. Would you say this wide receiver class, now that we're like pretty much done with our evals, is better than last year's or worse? I would have to get paired up and down. Um, 
just to see the depth wise. Yeah. But top end, I think I like Chase more than I did Judy. I think I like CD more than I did Waddle. Uh, who's third Bateman. last year? Uh, well, no, Ruggs. Smith. I like right. Smith more than I did Ruggs. So it's close. Well. Yeah. It's close. All right. Tight end under two and a half is the this favorite. Is, do not touch this. Oh my God. Do not touch this because this says that if you bet the over, that means three tight ends to the first. That is not happening. Two is barely possible. <laughs> can we classify Zayvon Collins as a tight end? Just we for cannot. Drafting? We cannot. Then don't touch this. Uh, tight end build, though. Fucking two position player. All right. Linebacker under four and a half is the favorite at now, minus 137. I don't know about this one because I think I take the over because Zayvon counts. Jameen counts. Uh, Ojalari counts if he goes there. Jason yeah. away counts. Osai counts. Uh, Are you Michael sure? Parsons. Yes. Yeah. Do they classify him as outside linebackers. Outside linebackers. Uh, and then. Um, Man, that's you got Parsons, Jeremiah Usakoromoa. I mean, and then Baron Brown. I mean, there's a lot. There's talk go. about Pete Werner being a first rounder, which is absurd, that's insane. I love Pete. <laughs> um, yeah. so I I think I go the over. I think it's close. When you have all those edge rushers that also play linebacker that are being judged yeah. as first round talents and most likely going. Uh, I know Aziz, one person saying he has knee injury problems, uh, is alarming people today. And it could be yeah. possible, but still, this is close. Well, I mean, I had four linebackers off the board, not including those outside linebackers like mm-hmm. Owe and Ojolari and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'd take the over. That's fun. Maybe yep. I should bet those two, running back and linebacker. Um, offensive line over under six and a half, minus 112. So... So uh, certain books for this one, I looked it up. So certain books have the over line as the favorite six and a half. Certain books have the under at ooh. six and a half. So I put it on here because which way fun. do you go? Um, I've said. I mean, so it's what Sewell, Slater, Darsall, maybe Vera Tucker. Yeah. Those four for sure. Most likely Tevin Jenkins. Um. Eichenberg is apparently a lock. Eichenberg, Samuel Cosme, uh, Dickerson, Creed. Or, or Creed Humphrey. Yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Is but there any nine. other that possibility? I mean, Leatherwood, I guess, should be Leatherwood, on that Leatherwood, maybe. Uh, um, Raidens. Maybe. Probably. I mean, so you got like 11 possibilities, but once you get past four or five, it's like, they're not locks. <laughs> like yeah. there's four locks. I think I'd probably avoid this, uh, just in case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I mocked it as seven, so that's why I would just mm, no, <laughs> right. I'm good. Right. Uh, defensive line under four and a half minus so, one thirty seven. So uh, this this I is mean, your Quiddy Pay, your Barmore, Quiddy Pay, Phillips, Barmore, uh, Rousseau, um, maybe. Uh, <sighs> That's tough. Maybe, you know, like I, I think I I wouldn't hit the over. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't either for sure. All right. uh, Corner over four and a half is the favorite. What? They think five, 
Five corners? Four, four locks, in my opinion, you go in the first. And that was the obvious ones of Certain, right. uh, Horn, Farley, Newsom. They're going in the first round, no matter what. So they're basically saying there's a good chance a fifth one gets taken. Um, I don't know how you bet the under. Because if you know four's a lock, <laughs> how do you how do you bet that not one more goes? You know, like <laughs> Yeah, man, that's yeah, that's tough. Especially, and especially when, when when you know there could be two gone by ten. And then for sure probably one gone by sixteen, seventeen. And then there's every other team that could, you know what I mean? Like that's, I don't know how you could touch that. (laughs) That's tough. I had four, but I still wouldn't touch it. Man, these lines are perfect. I I didn't look at any of these lines before my mock and they're like literally all at the brink. So, yep. That's Vegas for you. I know. Uh, Safety over a half is the favorite. So Trayvon Merrick. Yeah. (laughs) So if you think. One safety goes. If you think less than one goes, which there's a good chance. Um, bet it. <laughs> what if Jeremiah Usakormo is classified as half he's a safety? Not. He's not. Hmm. He should be. He is half a safety. Uh, we don't classify people as half of anything. Draft scenario questions. We are moving on to these fun, fun questions. These are scenarios that probably aren't very likely. Some, uh, you know, some are. So yeah, some are, but it's kind of like a this or that. So. First one, if if the Jets shock the world and make the right decision and take Justin Fields, and then this report about the 49ers wasn't to get Zach Wilson, it was to get Justin Fields. So then their backup plan is Trey Lance. So Lawrence Fields Lance, where does Wilson go? Four through seven. Okay, so you think? I think someone man. trades up. Okay. I think either the the Falcons take him as their heir apparent, or someone trades up. Okay, all right. I I think I'm I'm cool with that. I almost mocked it uh, to eight, so not to the Panthers. Someone, but see, but see, that's why I said seven uh, because there is no. I don't think you could sit here and say because they traded for Darnold and they picked up his option that if one of the quarterbacks they love falls to him at eight, that they don't take it because they, they truly have to figure it out and you might as well take as many whacks as you can. Uh, they gave money and the feeling of security to Teddy Bridgewater and that's already gone by the wayside. So what's to say that doesn't happen to Darnold. So I think someone trades to seven if he's there. Just like yeah. I think someone trades to seven to get Lance or Fields or probably not Mac Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely not Mac. I, no. I hate that I've become you from last year um, because you got into a trap of people having to make you argue between Love and Herbert to the point where to prove that you actually liked Love, you had to almost say you disliked Herbert, which isn't true, but you did somewhat. Um, <laughs> I did. But you learn and you regret. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm not but, missing on fields this year, like everyone else. Exactly. Or Lance. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it fucking it makes like us people that see like the upside or actually like watch things. Uh, <laughs> right. Seem like we hate Mac Jones and we just don't. 
I mean, I'm sure there's some people that do, but I think he's at worst a good quarterback, and I think he is pretty pro ready. Like, for sure, yeah, it he's sucks. like I, I just it, yeah, I just want to say that because it almost always sounds like I hate Mac Jones, and I don't. I I actually think he's really good. I think I think really is probably a stretch. I think he's Listen, good. Okay, <laughs> but that's just semantics at that point. All right, next one. If the 49ers do go Mac Jones, how does the rest of the draft play out? So you've got two great quarterbacks on them. So I wrote this also not just like that. I I do think that causes trade-ups. I think that also, what does that mean for the 49ers? Um, They suck. To me, that means that that they – well, first of all, I think it means that Shanahan clearly – has a type that he think he could only win with. Um, two, I think it White. will make uh, Crocky um, a very sad boy, and oh, along with fact. the rest of the 49ers fan base, um, I think it'd be an awful trade. Um, but I think that also means that Jimmy G's gone. Um, because what I think Fields may spell the same thing, but I think if they draft Fields... They may want to get both in the building and see how it works. But if you're drafting Jones and you know he has upside, but it's nowhere near the other guys, um, and you, you're drafting him because you think you're a Super Bowl contender and you want a good young quarterback with some upside that could win today, and you think that's Mac Jones, you're not going to let him sit behind Jimmy G. He's gone. Or he's the backup, just locked in. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I that's why I put it in here because I think if they drive Mac Jones, Jimmy G's gone within the next day or two. Yeah, I agree. Uh man, I don't know why I haven't really like obviously I've thought about it, but <laughs> fucking Mac Jones throwing screen passes to Brandon Ayuk is gonna be so boring to watch. It's just gonna be so fucking boring. And Debo Samuel and the and handoffs. It's literally like uh <sighs> Yeah. I it's gonna I think it I think it might happen. I don't know, man. I can't falter now. I can't falter now. Uh I, I just wanted it. to point it out because in I think it creates complete chaos, like you said. There's two incredible quarterbacks left on the board. I think people trade up for it, and that's gonna go into another one here as well. Um yeah. and I, I think it drives chaos in the 49ers organization as well as everywhere else. And apparently uh, it already is a problem in the organization. They have a discourse between what the coaches want and what the scouts want. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That the freaking draft starting at three is just stressful. I think it starts at two, though. It starts at two. It starts at yeah. two. <laughs> All right. Uh, last draft scenario that we're gonna go over, so we can leave some time for our bold predictions. Mostly my bold predictions. Let's be real. Yep. Uh, if the Cowboys don't go cornerback, why are they stupid? If, uh, because it's their biggest need. Um, yeah. And their biggest need is not offensive line. It's not. And I think that would pretty much be the way they go. Um, I don't think there's any way Kyle Pitts is there at 10. So then it's either they kind of reach for an edge slightly. Uh, they go bar more, which, for most people's a reach, I think for me and you isn't really it might still be a reach, uh just for like um positional value. Uh but we love the player. 
Uh, so it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it corner yeah. makes the most sense. It's their biggest need. It's perfect positional value and talent value. So it, they're dumb because they're reaching or overfilling position of need. Doing what they um, did last year, pretty much. With yeah, C. and again, it's it's the same. Yeah, exactly. Like, they didn't need C.D. Lamb, but he was great. They don't need Slater, but he'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. I think the Cowboys are locked in at corner. I think that's... Same. I saw a report today. It's Sir Tanner Horn. So, whoever's there. And yep, then they're free. Agreed. All right, Randy, you have to start us off with the bold prediction so that I can just go down my list. Yes, so. yes, you're welcome. Uh, we actually have one that kind of correlates. Uh, so I put on here at first, if the reports are true, uh, that means that Lawrence goes one, Wilson goes two, and Lance or Mac Jones goes three. I think the Patriots trade out for Justin Fields. I also think they trade out for Trey Lance. Um, I I just think they fit the new style that they're going with. I think they fit perfectly. Bill has a taste of having 11 personnel with uh, 11, with the quarterback being able to run and having that whole dynamic, as well as being an efficient passing offense that just absolutely kills it, as well as being a dominant running offense with the running backs. I don't think he goes back. I think they've now changed and molded offense around Cam Newton for one year, and they're going to want that to continue with their heir apparent. I think they trade up for Lance or Fields, but in this situation, because of the talks, I want Fields. And I yeah. think they could go at four. Uh, actually, you know, I don't think they go at four. Listen, their owner, the Falcons owner, does not like the Patriots. <laughs> he was very, very crabby at the ring designer and the Patriots for choosing 283 diamonds uh, to mock them for the 28 to three, um, which true. I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um uh so there's a good chance they don't do a trade. Uh there's a good chance they trade the lines though. So I, I don't know. This I think they make a move to seven. I think it's for fields. And yeah. thank God they're making they're putting a chip on Fields' shoulder. They're going to make him a villain, make him be the villain, and the only villainous place that people will take it as a villain, let him go to the Patriots. I'm down for that. All right. I actually had this exact one except Lance at eight instead of seven. So we're on the same line of thinking. I've actually seen this pretty much everywhere. So that seems to be like what the NFL thinks is going to happen as well. So hit us with your uh, your second one. And then I have like, I think, 10. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of alongside the draft scenarios, but it's a bold prediction as well. We already talked about it. Uh, if the Bengals take a positional player like Chase or Pitts, I think the Chargers or Vikings trade out for Sewell. I think they trade up right away, uh, either at six or seven. Uh, Dolphins have been in consideration for trading back. I think it happens, and I think it happens because of who gets picked at five. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I have this as well. I thought you stole this from my mock, so. Oh, no. Uh, thief. Uh, I actually, so yeah, I had them take Chase because Pitts was gone at four. And then I had the Chargers come up for Panay Sewell just to get Justin Herbert his left tackle back. I think the Vikings yep. make sense as well. All right. My boldest that I was I was afraid to do this in my mock draft. I will be completely honest. I have taken so much heat. I shouldn't be afraid of things anymore. However, I texted you, Randy, and I said, I'm doing this just so you know. 
And then I talked with Jeff and Kevin from the Debbie Royale. And Kevin agreed with me. Kevin agreed. Jeff agreed with me. And I was like, oh, Jesus. It, so uh, Randy, so Randy disagrees. So then he texted me again and I disagreed with you. And here we are. <laughs> so, yeah. So I... I think what it is, is we, we talked through the Joe Douglas thing. So I got a little scared, but I think there's a chance that Justin Fields is selected at number two overall. I yeah, think there's there is. a chance. I mean, there's and a I, chance. There's no question about that. I'm not. So I, it would be bold to say, I think he's the pick. A lot of me does. A lot of me thinks he's the pick. And like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, that's what the 49ers are doing right now is trying to get Justin Fields. Um. So I don't I, I'm not gonna say that I think he's the pick. I do think that despite all this Mac Jones talk, despite all this Trey Lance talk, and, and I know I said in my heart, I think it's probably Trey Lance. Uh I think Justin Fields is the pick at three. I th- I do. I think he's a top three pick. I think <laughs> I think people are gonna be shocked wherever he gets picked, uh, unless it's the Patriots trading up at this point. So I'm down for it. <laughs> That's kind of it's not really that bold because I see it all over the place, but you know, I've got to temper it for the next ones that are coming Fair. up. So uh Aziz Ojalari out of the first round. This is solely based on the injury reports, and I actually mocked him at 30. So I think it's there's a chance that he falls out anyway, just because he's he's kind of a guy that has one move and he's good at it, like uh, very good at it, and he's young, but now there are injury concerns. So what do you think of that one? I know you don't support it. Oh God, sorry, yawn. Uh, <laughs> I don't support it because I love Aziz. Um, Same. We talked about it. I mean, we have one person truly. I mean, and they technically they're saying they're getting sources from the NFL, but we have one person saying uh, he has knee issues and teams are terrified by it. He's going to the second round now. Um, this is smoke week, man. I mean, we've been in smoke month. This is the smokiest of smoking weeks. Uh, This is basically a daily bonfire. Um, (laughs) Like it really is. I truly think someone's trying to let him fall. I think it's the Ravens, Um, and or the Saints, or the Packers, or the Bills, or I mean, honestly, it could be anyone or the Bucks. Because good God, they definitely need a Zizo. Oh my god. Um <laughs> he's yeah. a first round talent. Um and even if like I think we both ended up having him as like the fringe first, um, just by grade scales. I, I just truly think he should go first. And we talked about if Jalen Phillips has injury history concerned and Greg Newsom does and Caleb Farley does and everyone on the fucking planet does, they're also going the first. Why does this East have to go the second? Yeah. That's fair. But We'll see. I think we're going to get a little more clarification on this injury stuff today. It's been basically one guy's report. And although Peter Schrager did say there's one guy that's been mocked in the first that you're not going to see in final mocks, and it might be him. It, this might be legit. So we'll see. Um, Flutes bank jokes. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're – I mean – there is no part of us this. I mean, we support Mac Jones. I hope he's a good quarterback. I hope he doesn't drive drunk anymore. Uh, Oof, come on. But Stay with he, shouldn't, he shouldn't um, go three. All right. Uh, Creed Humphrey, first round pick. 
that's that's almost a lock to me. I think that's guaranteed. Yeah, and I think it's getting more credence uh, this week with uh, the injuries nice. now popping up and being a concern just now. Um, so I I truly think Landon Dickerson's a first round player. I think almost everyone can agree on that. that he's a first round talent, uh, but he's got the lengthy injury concerns. Um, so maybe he falls out, and I think a team might be just saying, "Hey, we we need this center. We can't trust Landon." Till next round, let's get Creed right here. I think it's very, very possible. I had Landon fall to the third based on some of the crap that I've seen. I saw one NFL team. These anonymous scouts, they've got to go. Like, fire them. They fucking suck. Uh, one NFL anonymous scout said that he's just a guy, no talent. Yeah, that dude You're a fucking should dumbass. be fired. He yeah. is stupid. Yeah. I, and I, I'm all for uh, tape is subjective. There's nothing subjective about Landon Dickerson's tape. He, Jesus Christ, um, he's objectively oh, good he's, at football. He again, he he is very very good at football. If you say he's off your board because of injury concerns, sure. We say you want to drop him to the second or third round because of that. Understandable uh, to an extent, um, but to say he's just a guy is just Wild. simply simply not knowing what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. At, it, that's that's a that's a, a wide receiver scout scouting the center, right there. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna group two together here: Jeremiah Wusakoromoa, linebacker one off the board, and Zaven Collins also going in the top fifteen. Two linebackers in the top fifteen. Um, I'm hearing more smoke about uh, JOK uh, than Collins. Collins, it pretty much only seems like maybe uh, the Giants or the Chargers or Vikings would be interested, whereas JOK could go anywhere. Anywhere. Because uh, every team needs that. <laughs> Not every team it's, can handle that, but uh it's, every team it's weird that, that we it's weird that we haven't mocked him higher throughout this process it, after watching Isaiah Simmons last year. Is it overcorrection, well, you think? No, I, it's not different players. It's not overcorrection by me. It's I'm personally nervous about what teams can truly have and thrive. Like, Whereas like said, Mike yeah. like Micah Parsons can thrive more places uh because of what he does. Yeah. I I really I mean I saw someone today even have him fall away to twenty six of the Browns when Kale Farley was on the board and I was like, ah it's bullshit, but I think we could use him. Like it's I don't yeah. know man. I, I would I think he could go six or seven. I think he could go eight. Um, yeah. I don't know why he would go eight because the Panthers have chin. Um, but man, I think would that be in Hassan Reddick? That'd be scary. Yeah. I think he for sure goes. Uh, he's a, for sure has a chance to go nine. Uh, he has a chance to go eleven. Uh, even though eleven again, it's a little bit redundancy with uh, uh, peppers, peppers um, to an extent. I mean he could go 13 and just make an insane safety slash linebacker room. Uh, he's not going to go 12 because we know that the Eagles are trying to linebacker in the first <laughs> round. How dare that joke? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like he, he is ultra talented. He could fit so many goddamn places. Every team needs him just like every team could have used SA Simmons. Uh, and honestly, I don't think he was used to his fullest potential in year one by the Cardinals. So, that's why I'm nervous. Collins, I just don't I just don't see it. 
I don't either. I think it happens though. So here, so here's my justification for some of my picks. I think what would I not do? And then I say that's what an NFL team's going to do. Uh, with Zabin, it was simply so I mocked him to the Giants, and I think it pissed off some Giants fans, but I didn't hear about it. So I did see some subtweets. I see you. I see you all. Um, Zabin Collins fits Dave Gettleman perfectly. He fits that defense perfectly. He'd be their immediate starter at Sam, and you know, I don't know that that's his ideal role. I think that's his ideal role, but no one really knows because he's fucking a massive, massive human being uh, that isn't a great tackler, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's like... No. I think a good fit for him would be the Ravens, where they can kind of move him around, change him around, fix him about. Uh, he can end up playing agent linebacker. I think it works best for both sides. Uh, that's why I would say no to this, but I don't know. It's it, it's for sure a tough one. I, there's no question about that. Yeah. All right. And then quickly, last four. <laughs> four. Uh, J.C. Horn gets selected before Patrick Sertain. I already talked about that. We don't need to talk more about that. Uh, I think Sertain's too smooth. It's. I think some teams aren't really going to want that. I think J.C. Horn's like the yeah, physical well, corner that profiles is like the CB1. Why would you want a guy that so good, he's smooth on the field. Listen, NFL teams are big dumb, big dumb sometimes. You know, um, that Charles Woods, a guy never bothered to nothing. You know, he's just, <laughs> right, he's so smooth uh, out there. Why would you want him? Yeah, facts. Uh, Rashad Bateman. Speaking of smooth, smooth route running, Rashad Bateman to the Browns. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wanted this a long time ago, and then I started thinking about it, and then I saw, I think, uh, Corey Kinnan. Uh, he writes for the Browns for like SB Nation, I believe. He is the leader of this hype train, and I'm I'm on board. Let's get it done. Let's get the best, second best wide receiver in this class, uh, former best, former best wide receiver in this class. Um, but let's get him to the Browns, and then we'll figure it out. That's just an, a terrifying, terrifying offense. And you know what? Defense is fine. Miles Garrett, it's fucking out. not. It's fucking not. The cornerback room is not good enough. I don't. We have. There's second round and third round picks. I don't care. It's I not like what you it. did. It's not what you did. So I know. I want edge and then and then corner. But Paulson Debo in the third's nice. All right, that, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I won't say it's out of possibility. It makes more sense to me for them to go someone in the third to get more depth. I do think they need depth. Uh, but they already took a shot on a guy like DPJ. They brought back Higgins. I think they truly do like what they have one through four right now. I think they should get another guy in the building. Um, but uh, if we're like to play for the future, I just don't think you do that 26. It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, sleeper bold prediction. The Browns trade up for Trey Lance. If he starts to fall. I, did you see the, did you see my clip? I tweeted Randy. I did. Uh, I didn't only because like you said that in the tweet. So I just, just ignored it. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. I would ignore it too. It's pretty wild. I, it's just not going to happen. Um, because yeah, what if it does, because the Browns aren't stupid, like the Eagles um, and try and do stuff like that. Uh, it makes no sense. <laughs> it's true. Uh, all right. I, yeah. That's, that was kind of a joke tweet, by the way. I don't, I know it was, <laughs> I mean, we know how I feel about Baker Mayfield now. Uh, this time, three years ago, maybe not so much. Uh, yeah, we saw. 
I have I the pictures. I know. <laughs> quick access too. Quick access. Uh, you got you right. I do. <laughs> uh, all right. My my last two Travis Etienne RB one off the board at the top of the second. Uh, I'm sorry, Tom. It, I have them going Wilson Etienne. Uh, so Wilson, Barrett Tucker, then Etienne. So he told me he he needs to be checked on if they go Wilson and running back in the first three picks. So. I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry. For the for the Jets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I, they have a dire need at running back. I think uh I if think you so. get if you get you're gonna get your quarterback at two, uh, I don't think you'd pick it at twenty five, but I do think it makes great sense for them to pick it at their third pick. Yeah, me too. Uh and then lastly, Nick Bolton, round three. Yeah, I, all the way I'm, out of the second. I'm against this. I know you are. And I think this should be a little side bet that we make. Well, you have a good track record with betting on linebackers. I don't know if I want to do that. It's um, true. <laughs> maybe we'll come with something. See, in see, that's why you got to come to the draft. Maybe we'll we'll. I I get more ballsy when it's like online day. Uh, yeah. So we might have a couple bets going. You know. We will, and so that concludes this episode. And. We would be remiss if we did not remind you about the NFL Draft live stream that we are having on Thursday. Like I said, uh, Sweet will be with us. Adam's going to hop in and out. He's going on All About the Birds streams as well. Uh, However, they are done after the Eagles pick, which is wild to me because there's rumors that the Eagles want back in the first round. So I don't understand the line of thinking. We will be on the entire uh, first round. Entire of first the draft. round, and I, it looks like uh, we haven't ironed out the details of the Friday, but it looks like we'd probably do that as well. Um, it, it, honestly, it literally depends on our work schedules. Yeah, <laughs> if we can, sure. if we can afford to be up on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is the plan for the NFL draft live stream. We're gonna have cool graphics. We're going to talk about these players. I talked about the all 22 cutups. Definitely not going to happen. That's not, I don't have enough time right now, unfortunately, which sucks. But uh, I highly recommend you check us out because it's going to be fun. We, we have a blast. We tried doing it last year. It failed. We came back for day two. It was fun. And we like jumped out. You should have seen, I want to go pull the YouTube video of when Jalen Hurts went uh, to the yeah, we- Eagles. Yeah, we don't. I, I mean, maybe on certain shows we like write down what we're feeling and stuff. We don't hide our reactions. There's a lot of stuff that goes on on camera that we just don't put out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on draft day, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna have a lot of fun. I'm gonna be drinking the whole goddamn time. Facts. Uh, and beforehand. Uh, so on, we are going to be uncensored and uncut and ready. Uh, to have any kind of reaction possible to any of these picks, I can tell you right now the amount of hysterical laughing if Mac Jones goes to three. I, I <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look shocked. That's for sure. I'm just gonna laugh. I'm just gonna laugh. I I shouldn't look shocked. It's all it's all there, but I'm still gonna be shocked. So now, if Fields goes two, I'll, I'll be shocked. I might. <laughs> I'll. You don't want to see my reaction if that. Happens. No, 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 no. You know what? Here. For just for a little side thing for anyone that's still listening to this part, if Fields goes two, me and you shotgun a beer. All right, that's fine. I don't yeah. have any, 
so I should get some. Uh, well, you have a couple days. Uh, get get some beer. All right. Uh, can we do like a claw? Can we do a claw? I mean, you could do a claw, and I could do a beer like a, a adult if you want. <sighs> I guess, man. We'll we'll figure it out. But it's going to be a blast. And uh, so you should join us. Follow us on Twitter at the Cut FFB. The live stream will be up there. It will also be on YouTube. Uh, search the Cut FFB in the search bar, as I said earlier. Follow me at C Williams NFL. I might see if I can put the stream on my my feed as well. Um, and then follow Randy at our Hall NFL. Maybe we'll put it on his as well. Doubtful. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, we can only stream to a certain amount of places. So uh, we might put it on Facebook too, which is terrifying. Um, but we'll see. So anything to add before we bounce, dude? No, I'm. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, I'm ready to beat all of you yet again in the mock draft competition. And uh, as of now, there's nothing on the line besides bragging rights. And probably stay that way. Maybe we could throw like five bucks on it or something. Uh, but I'm ready to beat you guys yet again because I am better than you. Just like Love Jim. And I know it. Whatever. Poor Randy Hall. I'm Christian Lynch. We will see you guys on Thursday night for the draft. Later.